Okay, I'm just gonna. Yeah, we're going. I have a bit of a story. Okay. I met the man who we've been we've been clowning on in this podcast for some time. <laughs> for I, I guess since he was inaugurated, this guy you all know him. You love him. District Six Council Representative David Kloiber. Yeah, also love candidate to hate, for I'll mayor. Say. Yeah, and. <laughs> Yes, um, a personal favorite of the podcast. Uh... He okay, so I was on a little. I went on a little excursion mm-hmm. to the new donut place on Euclid Avenue. And have you heard about this? There's a new donut place. Yeah, where the Indian restaurant used to be, Tandoor Express. Oh shit! You remember Tandoor Express next too? Next to the Krogo. Next to the Euclid the Kroger. Kroger. That's good. Um, gotcha. Yeah. So I was, I was there, I was getting groceries. I was like, I'm going to go get some donuts. And then I go in, there's like a million people in there. And I'm, as I'm walking in, I'm like, Hmm, there's someone in there who looks like somebody I recognize. And then as the line gets closer, I I figure out why there's so many people in here. It's David Kloiber (laughs) holding a campaign, (laughs) holding a campaign event. It's like, I'm like, they're like, a combination opening donut shop campaign event well the the shop has already been open oh okay okay yeah so david clover was just having a campaign event and also giving out free donuts well that's huge um yeah i was like okay i'm gonna get to meet david clover uh-huh. what do i what do you say to him well yeah literally, you have, what do you, you say have to him? you have 10 minutes no not even 10 minutes you have like two minutes to think of what to talk about with to david kloiber uh-huh and so the line's coming up the line's coming up and he talks to the people in front of me uh-huh he finishes and then he talks to the people behind me and i'm like <laughs> you know he's like he's like i don't want to i don't want to they're like they're like you don't look like a voter i know and so the people behind me were not from Lexington, and so he assumed I was not from Lexington. I had to explain that no, David Clover, I live here and I'm a voting. I, I vote here, and then I'm you're like I'm sorry, I'm a voter, and you sort of hold your voter card like 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 a watch salesman against your forearm to him. Exactly. No, I actually what I do is I hold it up like a gun. Him, oh, that's I'm like, I'm good. A voter. That's good. Actually, that's a little more customers always right retail. All right. Okay. Exactly. Um, and so then I started talking to him about imagine Nicholasville Road. Maybe we get some bus rapid transit and stuff. I was telling him about your plights every day to uh, get up and down Nicholasville Road. <laughs> to which, to which, hold on. Let me and let me and let me say this. All right, I was discussing my commute with David Kloiber. <laughs> yes. Jesus, you want to tell my Twitter password while we're at it? I mean, Jesus. <laughs> all right. And for the longest time. I kept talking about I kept talking about you, in in a, in a in a specific way that made it clear I was talking about you, but I didn't like out you or anything. What? He thought I was talking about myself the entire time because he was like, "Do you live in Garrett County? Do you commute every day up and down Nicholasville Road?" I'm like, this "David Clover, this is bad. I don't like actually. I I actually don't like how many people know know these <laughs> the, the details of my." compute and that you and david clover are at length discussing it but i <laughs> so <laughs> i was talking about it with him and he also didn't seem to get the idea like he didn't like he was talking about complete streets and stuff and yeah. i was like okay whatever i i brought up imagine nicholasville road and he's like yeah complete streets and i'm like there's more to oh, there's that, more yeah. to it david clover but whatever 
and then the line kept going on and then our conversation kind of ended but it, a fascinating man to talk to um doesn't seem to know what's happening sort of ch- i mean well i mean we could have I mean, a long-time listener's podcast will know that David Kloiber has a bad bad habit of not paying attention, exactly, um, and then just kind of speaking anyways. Very, yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, that's that's exactly what I got from this man. He he get, listened in the the most liberal use of the phrase "listen." Yes, um, in that he heard he heard the words coming out of my mouth. I don't know if he understood them. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I got a free donut because of him. Um, will I be voting for him? No. Yeah, absolutely not. He has we very gotta... he has very blue eyes. I'll tell you. And the, the that's blue... what I was. I mean, that's it's scary. Okay. And and the blue eyes kind of tie into his campaign sign. So I, yes. I I snagged a campaign sign. Aaron's got this giant. Yeah. Here, right here. High quality. Who printed um, this? I don't know. Well, okay, yeah. So oh. we're we're gonna get into that. We're gonna okay, get into that. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. So the sign the sign is 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 two sided. It is an obverse and a, a reverse. Is that the? I have no, what? You know how like on flags when you have an obverse side and then the other side. Aaron, this isn't a flag. This is well, just yeah, a... but it's a, it's kind of like a flag, but it's made of paper. Uh, holy shit! Okay, all right. Um... <laughs> Aaron is describing that the 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 poster has been printed on two sides. So yeah, there's a it's a double side. Some could say side A and side B. A metaphor for this podcast, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> so we have we have, it says David Kloiber, and then there's one star, and it says Mayor, and then it's ended by another star. That's good, and it's kind of got like that like flowy line underneath yeah, that's very popular with line, a lot of campaign. Which graphic I'm sure design. if you look up David Kloiber Mayor Lexington, you'll get this exact logo. Yes. Um, it says on the bottom, "Paid for by David Kloiber for Mayor," and then in the in the bottom right hand corner, and this is what's huge. What do we see? Printing sector union CWA label Lexington chapter. Number one by Elite Graphics. So we get the Union baby, Union printed. Yeah, baby, that's great that he's got the Union printers. Well, this is huge for the David Kloiber campaign, um, using so, uh, Union power to print his signs. Yeah. So this side that we're talking about is has a dark blue background with a white text uh-huh. and a kind of a light blue little swish in the middle. The other side, which I just turned it over for you listeners. Okay. Is a, well, it is I you have such a dedication to like <laughs> like visuals on this podcast. It's like every episode you have a you have something to show me physically, and it's like the it's like the the it's like the listeners are just to the side of this whole. Well, yeah, continue, this is all right. Mostly just to show you. Yeah, but, this is for okay. Me. So we have we have David, and here's an interesting design choice here, David Kloiber. Lexington at the bottom. Yeah, just it does just say they, Lexington. <laughs> it says Lexington. He could be running for anything. But okay, but Kloiber. So the David and Lexington are in the same shade of blue as the other side. Yeah, they're saving on print color. They're saving on. Uh... But the Kloiber is different. It's no, differently shaded. Aaron, it's not. I, it, Aaron, I have terrible news for you. That Kloiber is the same as if you flip it around on the other side. Well, yeah, no, it's the same as the swish on the other side. But yeah. I'm saying that David and the Kloiber are different on the on the white side, and on the dark blue side, they're the same color. Yeah, they presented him two options, and he couldn't pick. Probably. Exactly. But um, interesting. David Kloiber Lexington, and then another thing to very note: perceive, very, very perceptive you are. I wouldn't have even. 
<laughs> thought to bring it even up on the podcast, but this is good. This another is good. another thing to notice here is the tape. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Where's the tape from, Aaron? So the tape the tape is from when I got this poster. It was it, taped to the uh, glass of the. Well, I don't know because they had it in a pile, and I'm assuming and I'm huh. assuming it was for people to take because I took it. That's good. I like that you stole this. Um, <laughs> That's either okay, so I'm assuming I'm assuming that's what happened. I'm assuming that um they had these just up for grabs because they were just on a pile. There was only two of them. The uh, <laughs> <laughs> You stole David Cloyver one of David Cloyver's two window posters. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, hey, if he didn't if he didn't want people to take them, he shouldn't have put him on the po- should have put him on the table. God, like, victim like, that's so good. Like he, he wanted them to be taken because they were in a pile and they had tape on them. Yeah. Um this but is the, actually and it's a nice poster. I'm trying to see it it looks like it's a it's looking like it's a laser print. Um I'm seeing some of the some of the telltale signs of laser printing um uh but you know what uh traditional it like it's like a window it's like one of the signs that you tape them in a window in a business or whatever exactly david and Kloiber. i'm just i'm just putting it now off to the side underneath our map of the city yeah, great. now we have david kloiber mayor uh, fuck it the rest of this episode is going to be aaron describing the studio in, <laughs> in excruciating detail um <laughs> And with that, and with that you're listening to, <laughs> and with that, it's happened again. You've wasted a perfectly good ten minutes listening to the no cold way that open. Was, no way that was ten minutes. Yes. Oh my god, it's lame. The Lexington Amendment marks this experience, and I know we've used amendment before. That's fine. Hey, this is uh, the world. Uh, this podcast spins on on, on our whim. We're allowed to do what we want. If we want to make the new recording date Monday, we make the new recording date Monday. They can't stop us. That's right. At the end of the day, we release the podcast. You don't, yes. listener. Union power. You know, it's exactly. us who built the podcast. <laughs> so stupid. And I'm Aaron. Uh, and I'm Jenry. Uh, and it's the... Um, 7th? 8th? 7th. It's the 7th of March. Uh, mark your calendars. Uh, 2022. Um, and this is a uh podcast um about the city of lexington um and on most most time most of the days we mostly just read the paper and gripe about it um we're communists uh or whatever um and we're gonna we got some i pulled some articles in the herald leader beth musgrave is officially back on folks um she's been putting out some good articles saving me a lot of time and energy um, as my own personal medical conditions, um, uh, uh, kill me slowly. Um, so thank you, Beth. Um, COVID, uh, it's been a while since we've went, since we've, uh, opened up the news with COVID. Um, our dear friend. Yeah. Long time, long time listener, first time caller, the novel coronavirus. Um, the, uh, all the Catholic schools in Lexington, I believe have gone, uh, at time of recording, mask optional um and i don't know if we covered on on whatever things the city government buildings have gone mask optional um so uh um everyone's decided um uh it's it's uh, our friend the virus is uh here to stay 
And um, I, for one, welcome the uh, increased uh, uh, degree of um, excuses I can um, use for uh, not showing up to places, I guess. Um, huh. I said, I, I wrote something here about the power going out. The power out. out. The power colon out comma. I wrote this like three hours. What the fuck was I? Whatever, man. Um, I, we got a we got a cryptic email the other day from Eli Capaluto. Did you get this? Oh, I thought you were talking about like we got like mail like to Lex Lane Pod, oh, our no, Gmail no. account, which no, you can send we, us. Stuff. We, in our capacity as students at the University of Kentucky, right? What did what did Ecap say to us? He said he's looking over the mask the mask mandate requirement. <sighs> President G, my people yearn for freedom. Uh, please please let me take the mask off i don't i I cannot name you a more vaccinated group of people in lexington than the university of kentucky faculty staff and student body i know i know we've been talking about visuals a lot yeah this is good okay aaron is standing up okay they had these at the student center Oh, what are these? I got these. They're just they're just giving these away, free cash. No way. Oh, special. Whoa, K N ninety five masks, but um, they're printed. They're blue, and they're, they have a UK logo. They're dyed blue, and then it looks like it's a. Uh, they've been screen printed with the UK logo. And guys, um, don't fucking worry. There is a uh, trademark logo. It literally says um, UK Circle R next to it, which is really something. Um, which I, I went back today. They had these this weekend mm-hmm. on these blue masks, but at the student center today, they just had white KN95s. Yeah. But without a, a bag, so Respi- they're just in the open air. The label respirator disposable face mask, 3D mask, whatever this means. Yeah, I don't know what 3D means. A KN95, but you got to love it. Non medical. Um, what's better than the KN95? The N95. I thought that was just a different. I thought the K just. Identif- meant that it was uh, manufactured in a different. It was up to whatever. So it's not. So this is still non-medical. This is brings me back to my day of working at the fucking hardware store, trying to tell people what counted as a non-medical mask. Um, executive standard um, GB twenty six twenty six hyphen. And this is uh, put your tinfoil hats on, folks. Hyphen twenty nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> Plandemic from the University of Kentucky. Or so stupid. <laughs> Um, this respirator helps protect. This is I can't read. I I have to. I have a podcast to do. I'm so Aaron's distracting me with fun with with print media. <laughs> Stop it. Um, FCPS just announced out of nowhere that it's shutting down their virtual learning academy. Um, and uh, that it's getting rolled into this um, uh, the Success Academy, which is uh designed to serve students 16 and older who are not on track to graduate. So. If you want to continue having your student, uh, your child take online FCPS, which why that sounds horrible. Are you, do you want them? Do you want them to grow up miserable? I mean, any, whatever, you know, okay. We had a success Academy in my school district, Uh huh. but it was, I'm uh, ROTC. I see. I am in sort of a certain kind of, um, UK, uh, success Academy right now because, um, uh, I, I, with each passing week, I realized just how not on track to ever graduate I am. Um, so they, this is some interesting demographic information. 
The Virtual Learning Academy currently serves 493 students from K-12, through and only 16 new students were slated to enroll next year. The district's website, blah, blah, 49% of the students were white, 26% were black, 13% were Hispanic, and 4% were Asian. 63% of the students qualified for fee and reduced meals, 7% were English language learners, and 13% were in special education. Um, what this means, I'm not entirely sure. Um, once again, every time we talk about education on this uh, podcast, um, we talk about it because it's important, not because we are experts. Um, I uh, Let me say this. I feel when we talk about some things on this podcast, like, like I'm pretty, I feel pretty confident sort of talking about, um, uh, certain kinds of labor issues, right. And general political discourse. But when it comes to what is best for training children, I, I have no fucking clue. It's like asking, it's like asking me to, it's like asking me about like COVID shit. Like I don't actually, no one actually knows. I, <laughs> definitely not us. Um, not too, not too broad sitting here. Yes, um, literally, just two, just, just two, <laughs> two chumps. Literally, um, uh, there was a parent that was concerned, and they got their quote in the paper. Whatever, folks. This is the this is the best article that Beth Musgrave has written in a long, long time. She writes good articles, but this one, I really, this one, I really like. This is something. It reads like I wrote. It reads like this is something that I reported on. Like this sounds like something that we that they wouldn't bother covering on Lame. And it's a little, it's a little, little, um, a little tiff of sorts. Not a tax increment funding district, um, but a little scuffle between Ooh. the city council and one of my one of my guys who I vote for, not because I agree with him, but because I do not know what I would do if he wasn't on city council, Richard Maloney. (laughs) (laughs) This guy is a trailblazer. Um, So please listen to the last episode. I know I was a little all over the place, a little harebrained, had a, uh, didn't exactly had the best streamlined presentation of side a, but the discussion there I think was important and going forward I think is useful to have this framework because it's about Commerce Lexington, this article. Ooh. So um, the Lexington Council is going to approve $45,000 to help pay for council members' travel to a Commerce Lexington trip to Florida in May. Um, what the fuck? Um, each member is allocated a little over 2000 bucks a year for travel expenses, and the money is typically spent on a Commerce Lexington-sponsored trip to another city. On those trips, council members learn about how other cities deal with downtown parking, economic development, homelessness, and other issues. Well, folks, I can confidently say Florida has nothing to offer in any of those departments for a uh, better future. Um, peace and love to the people of Florida. That You guys don't got it. Um, <laughs> uh, so, this... Um, so. It didn't happen in 2020, um, and uh, this year they're having two of them because they rescheduled one from May of 2021, but it got moved to November 2021 because it's fiscal year. Um, so uh, Richard Maloney comes out, and he says, We are budgeted for one trip a year. I just don't think it sends a good message to go on two trips. It's just not the right time. <laughs> which is i mean 
it's so i mean like whatever man it's just uh i the way the council members talk at meetings i'm like what are you <laughs> okay um he's very richard maloney's a lot about sort of like feeling it out um i i dare i say it kind of vibes based vibes governance based which is i mean i don't know I mean, take a shot every time we said that. We said the words vibes-based on lame in the year 2021. I mean, it was – it, 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 it left me with a poor taste in my mouth re-listening to some of these old episodes. Um, the city uh, – blah, 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 blah. Where the fuck – okay. The 45000 comes from savings um, uh, that it realized when it bonded or borrowed money in February. <laughs> The city has budgeted for a general interest rate of 2.25%, but the interest rate it received was lower, 2%. That generated $1.6 million in savings <laughs> that the city had expected to spend on debt payments. Man, this can't... That can't... Wait, hold on here. I'm just like... I, I'm just thinking... I don't, it's like... It can't be good that that like so much of municipal cities governments of budgets are like weirdly financialized or tied to sort of like banking which is just so we are all on the same page has nothing to do with anything real banking is all a lie um, it's that's vibes based economy literally um so they're spending an additional 45k on council travel, 500,000 for affordable housing projects, whatever that means. Um uh <laughs> almost as much as money on road salt, which I think is hilarious because all the major issues with road icing in Lexington was because it ra- rained and then froze. So Are, salt is not going to gravel. Now that's that's good. That's what um I'm sure we talked about it last winter season but uh that's what uh Mon- montana i think uses uh that they use the sort of like slurry of um gravel and sand which they can scoop back up off the roads and reuse a couple times which i think is fun um so uh 17,000 for security upgrades at the Audrey Grievous Center um, which is a youth education center. So we are militarizing and uh, 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 institutionalizing, no, Make, carceralizing the youth center um, and $40,000 for a van for one Lexington, the city's youth violence prevention program. So um, on top of that, the city is, <laughs> Beth Musgraves continues, right? The city has a projected current year surplus of more than 25 million, right? Blah, 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 blah. Maloney says that although the city's account look flush now, he's worried about future needs. Quote, we have a jail that's in trouble. Um, which, of course, is talking about the Fayette County Detention Center, which we cover quite extensively. We have inflation. The price of gas is going up. Once again, I do not know what the fuck Lexington is supposed to be doing about the price of gas. Um, aside from, uh, and they hate to hear this, building out a robust public transit network and, uh, you know, you know, uh, and doing some Dutch bicycle, you know, uh, infrastructure projects, but, uh, no one wants to hear it. You know what? They could start with 25 million. That's what I, 25, 25 million, just straight cash infusion into just like a full, like, uh, Amsterdam style rehaul of, uh, Lexington, of, of the, of the Lexington landscape. Um, it would be all right, but at the end of the day, I think, and I am a full believer in this, 
I think a lot of Lexington needs to be simply bulldozed and rebuilt. I need a World War II style um, catastrophe to happen, and then the provisional Soviet government to come through and just remake the the urban landscape um, with concrete panel buildings. Um, so, you know, that just so you know where we stand on this. I think uh, buses traveling concentrically around New Circle Road would be nice. I think any form of concentric bus travel. The fact, I guess, there's just. I, I mean it I guess they think it's too cumbersome I I to this day and I need to it's always so difficult I feel like to look up the history of like certain public administration stuff like this or whatever except for like the few guys on Twitter that just seem to know everything um but it is crazy to me that Lexington has never attempted any sort of um like that there's no any sort of um circumferential travel like that it's all that it's entirely radial for public transit um i don't know confusing once again this city i mean a, a lot of it um a lot of it's fine but there's also a lot of it that probably needs to just be scrapped and tried over again but it's definitely better than like sunbelt cities which you know in my opinion i need to be fully evacuated um uh and and just we need to just leave um a lot of the sunbelt it is simply an unsustainable kind of city and um you have to start wondering at what point it, it will it become cheaper to just mass relocate everyone away from like flagstaff arizona um or all those other you know when you go to like the top 10 most populous um cities in america uh currently and there's all of these like cities in california that you've never ever heard the fucking name of stop it like on cue, Aaron immediately starts. Anyway, um, so uh, the city also has to pay more for trash disposal, as we covered earlier. So maybe Beth is actually like a huge fan of this podcast because she's hitting a lot of my favorite points here. Um, so uh, what actually happened is that uh, during a court session, during a council work session, Maloney tried to separate the forty-five k payment for the travel thing separate from the 1.6 million. So the council could vote on that in a separate motion. Um, and uh, it instantly died because no one, I don't even think anyone seconded it. <laughs> um, it was on a voice vote, which is one of those things I've never understood. Um, under the proposal, each council member will get an additional uh, uh, almost $4,000. I could use an additional almost $4,000. It's getting a final vote on March 17th. Lexington is the 57th most populous city in the United States. That's right, baby. Number one. Um, not all council members, and this is this is good, and this is, especially if you listen to the last episode, really um, perfect symmetry. Not all council members attend the Commerce Lexington annual, tr annual trips. Vice Mayor Steve Kay has not attended any of the Commerce Lexington trips since he took office in 2008. Some, such as council member David Kloiber, use their own money to pay for the trip, <laughs> which is it's stupid. Cool. It's like, that's, uh, I, oh, I'm using my, just take the money. Oh, whatever. It's, if you're going to do symbolic. it, if you're going to the Commerce Lexington thing, just take the money from the, it's so stupid. Um, don't, don't flaunt that you have a certain level of uh, exp just mass expendable wealth that like your voter, your voting block does not. Um Although I'm sure Councilmember David Clover would like to pretend that those people don't exist in the first place. Um, so, uh, 
yeah, whatever. Um, apparently, council members that don't attend the May Commerce Lexington trip can use can send that money to other things like neighborhood development funds, um, uh, parent teacher associations, boo, or nonprofits in the council members district. Also, boo, fuck nonprofits. Um, <laughs> I have yet to. Uh, I'm uh, forever remains, despite my my current critical support of uh, Civic Lex perpetually skeptical of the American nonprofit companies. Um, anyway, uh, folks, the water unions, the, uh, national firemen and oilers conference, um, uh, which is, uh, itself a, uh, uh, a subsector of the service employees, international union or something, like a thing. And they're one district. We've talked about it. We've talked about the actual full name for it before. Um, they've come to an agreement. Quote, we are pleased that after five months of negotiations that we have reached an agreement that is fair for its employees, the company, and the customers we serve, said David Farrar, Vice President of Operations for Kentucky American Water. Um, the uh, Is there in a quote from there? Yes. the union um, From the union, uh, the union remains disappointed in the economic packages offered by the company that received a 51% increase in profits over the last five years, said Robert Smith, the secretary treasurer of the NCFO. Quote, we have not withdrawn the unfair labor practice charges, quote, um, which is good, although I don't – well, that – I can't – what will the NLRB do now that they have a contract? Can they do another contract? I don't know. As you can see, there's more to um, the NLRB that even I do not know. Um, so of course the union made a vote voted to authorize a strike. Uh, they didn't actually end up going on strike. Um, uh, and, uh, they've gotten a contract, but it seems to be that, um, there's a significant room for improvement. And of course, uh, Kentucky American water, um, probably has not stopped. It's, uh, anti-labor antics, anti-union uh, antics. Speaking of antics that we thought were going one way and instead, went completely the opposite direction. Apparently now Lexington is saying that their uh that their uh uh their uh consent decree with the EPA that they signed in 2008 um where uh Linda Gordon in 2020 uh state or 2021 state of the city was bragging about how crazy ahead of time they were and how they finished Euclid so fast or whatever. Yeah, well, um they're not going to be done by the deadline. Um Oof. uh Lexington will need to ask federal and state environmental regulators for additional time to finish at least 51 sewer and stormwater pro projects that were required to do. Um, so yeah, uh, there's um, the deadline to complete those tasks is 2026 and we're still not done. Um, so things are looking rough. Well, let um, me tell you, they're, they're working away every, every week. I check the, the traffic and see what they're doing up mm -hmm. on the, on the various roads throughout Lexington. And then let me tell you, there's a lot of water work, a lot of pipe work going on around this town, but I guess not fast enough. I know. Well, you know, too bad we can't have militant brigades of, um, uh, the people's plumbers. <clears throat> if only. Yeah. We shut um, down, shut down the streets to pedestrian traffic only while the, uh, yeah. Emergency, emergency training, more people, you know, uh, whoops. Uh Oh, <laughs> now we're running a centrally planned economy. Whoops. Crazy. Um, Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, there's more to the article, whatever it's slow. Um, and, uh, oh, this is, this is actually my, the, the line that I want to share from this. Um, uh, if, if Martin said that many of the early projects, such as construction of more than, uh, 10 wet weather projects, storage case came under budget, shaving millions off. 
but now sewage pipe replacement projects are coming in over budget because, of course, PVC pipes are made from crude oil. Products with crude oil have seen huge price jumps over oh the last 18 months. Um, so, yeah, um, death to PVC, obviously. Um, uh, we have got to we have got to stop building everything with oil. And it all comes back to Saudi Aramco. Yeah, obviously. Um, we could start. We could start every episode of Lame at the founding of the Saudi Aramco <laughs> company if we really wanted to. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, so uh, d- no, to, no to clay pipes, no to PVC. Yes, to to lead, copper. I copper. think I'm all right with lead. Why not? Um, <laughs> I, I'll. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that. <laughs> thinking uh there's a great there's a great scene in that film Moonstruck where they talk about the the supremacy of copper pipes. Um but whatever. Uh if Joe Biden gets his way, we'll have copper pipes. If Joe Biden Yeah, sure. I'm sure. I'm sure that's exactly what he's saying. <laughs> anyway, um and with that I yield my time. You all are listening to lame the Lexington Amendment Marxist Experience. I'm Aaron. And I'm Jenry. And it's the what is seventh seventh of March. Follow us. You can follow us on Twitter at Lane Pod. That's good. Uh, we're, you know what do we do? We don't even post really anything on the Twitter. Which you know we I'm kind of the I'm kind of ashamed to say that we post the episodes, but we're not like. What do you? I mean, it, it, what do you want from us? People are coming to us for a podcast, not for a Twitter account. You know exactly. So. So um, yeah, we're mostly we. Mo- I mostly like the Twitter account because people are more likely to DM us feedback about the show instead of emailing us at lexlanepod at gmail dot com, which you can also do, and you is- can also email us at lexlanepod at gmail dot com <laughs> for stickers and buttons if you want any any lame. Yeah. Any any merchandise from your favorite podcast? We're giving those out for free, by the way, at no cost to you, no shipping or whatever. Exactly. You, you get to us, we get you some stickers, we get you some buttons, or a sticker. Up. I don't. It might take a month to get to you because I just sent a letter to like a diff- like some other part of the state, and I sent it in January, and it just and, got and it just got to where it was supposed to go. Uh, you should probably put two post stamps on it. I don't know. Um, maybe it got a. Uh, maybe it got uh, ruined in some sort of natural disaster. Well, it got there. Well, that's good though. Well, I'm saying you know maybe this. Perhaps. Just, whatever. Proud um, of you though, postal service. Give a review on iTunes. In Spotify. And Spotify and just those two. Yeah. Although really, you know, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast on Spotify. You should be going out and getting a real podcasting app. And uh, pulling our direct RSS feed, blah, 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 blah. Because um, who knows uh, when Spotify will just uh, remove this podcast um, from Spotify for uh, not being lib enough or whatever. I don't know. Exactly. This is why I, unfortunately, um, and you all will hate to say it, and I know this discourse is, I mean, stale, rotten, old, forgotten about, dead, six feet under. This is why... I have to cautiously stand with Joe Rogan on this because um, oh let God. me say this: if they Spotify removed Joe Rogan from the podcast from from their platform, I'd be a little more concerned about being removed from my thing. Look, whatever. I get there's a bunch of fucked up right wing freaks or whatever out in the podcast land, but there's also it's also where the communists are. So hey, hey, don't 
you know, first they come for us or whatever. Uh, first they come for Joe Rogan, and I said nothing because I'm not, not Joe Rogan. Because I'm not Joe Rogan, and I didn't. <laughs> and then they came for Lame Podcast, and your favorite podcast got got. Cut. Yes, and uh, that yeah. Well, of course, your favorite cop podcast cannot be cut if you follow us on an RSS feed, um, and in fact, uh, surround your life with RSS feeds. Become your own aggregator of information. Um, reject platformism. Reject Web 2.0. Um, this has been your. Uh, this has been your um, PSA for the day. And with that, let's get into side B. All right. You are listening to Lame, the Lexington Amendment Marxist Experience, and I have I have an amendment. Oh, it's a constitutional amendment. Wait. Oh. So we have we have okay. three we have three articles to talk about today. All right. The first one is this amendment, the constitutional amendment that the General Assembly is proposing. Recently. Um... What is it? What could for? it be? Well, a general a theme we've been noticing. Is it that okay, is it A, you have to be nice to me? Is it two charter schools but 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 angrier? Um is it three uh I'm going to sell half the state to some Ukrainian. <laughs> um so we will be talking about one of those things. Okay, good. Well, but that's I... not the amendment. All right, my apologies. What what could it be? Okay. Oh, sports betting? No. <sighs> The uh, okay, so Weed. no, okay, the well, amendment. Okay, I'm the general, striking out here. This is embarrassing. The General Assembly, for the past, um, I don't know, like two hundred years, but specifically the last four years, three uh-huh. or four years, has been doing everything in its power to uh, basically make the governor <gasps> non-existent. Yes, yeah, so they're are they're going to establish the Supreme Soviet. <laughs> they're pretty much establishing the Supreme Soviet, the Kentucky People's Soviet. <laughs> yeah, baby. In this constitutional amendment, which after five minutes of, of beating around the bush, we're finally going to talk about. I know. Well, we love, I mean, we love stringing our listeners along. The General Assembly wants to be able to call its own special sessions yes. without the power, without the consent of the governor. That's That's wicked, actually. <laughs> You know what? Fuck it. I'm for it. Fuck it. Actually, I hate the. I, the, the do not govern me, Daddy. And it because you know what? And I'm good. And I, you know what? And people in in Democrats will oppose this because Andy Bashir's the governor or whatever. But let me say this: you don't want you don't want a Matt Bevin too. In fact, we should just abolish the governorship. I'm into this. This is this is interesting. The David, Commonwealth of Kentucky will rise again. Okay. Yeah, Speaker David Osborne says, quote, we don't want to fall into the trap of becoming a full-time legislature. We need to honor the intent of our service Wait, as what? a part-time legislature. What? Yeah. Get fuck off. What? That's so, so not stupid. Gonna, I think the, the concern is that they're going to become, they're just going to always be in special session. G- good. Like, I mean, that's the nature, that is the natural progress of things. Look, Congress, the federal Congress is constantly in session. Why not? House and Senate leaders, and you're going to like this. Okay. House and Senate leaders and committee chairmen who have more, who have more duties are paid better than the rank and file members <laughs> uh, <laughs> of of the actual general oh my assembly God, rank a, and file. It's a dis, it's it's a dispute about about going about who gets to be counted as full time. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God! How am I going to get my benefits for being a? That's so funny, man. That's crazy, actually. Many full time state government employees make far less than their so called part time legislators, including <laughs> corrections officers and social workers who start in the low thirty thousands. 
David said David Smith, executive director of the Kentucky Association for State Employees. Rank and file members get eight, $188 daily, while those in leadership posts collect larger sums. They also get a daily expense allowance of $166.10. A daily expense allowance? Dur- during during sessions. Unlimited meals. Unlimited meals at the cafeteria. I get to go to the Chipotle between between my my committee meetings and i don't even have to pay out of pocket by god that's better than almost any other job in kentucky that's crazy well they don't even get chipotle i've been in that cafeteria well i'm sure i would hope that they get money they get to spend it outside i guess they could i don't know i don't know well, they probably know. just bill it you know they got a they got a company card i don't know exactly whatever. yeah the, the state the, is the, the state budget yes literally the <laughs> Uh, join us today as we uh we should convince i don't know who the fuck we would convince but we should like <laughs> talk some like 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 house of representative like 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 state house Re- representatives member and it just letting us like hang out with them and like we, sure we could do it we do some like reporting but it's just about like just like the the goofy minutiae of like like so like what's the what's the meal situation like well, I'll tell you what. I was in the annex the other day, uh-huh. and on the on the board of uh, a, like on the entrance of the cafeteria, they were like, "Do not steal my my food from the refrigerator." Close. Okay. There was a sign advertising a kitten shower. <gasps> no. And there, somebody was soliciting. They had an address, and somebody was like soliciting different kitten supplies. It's like goofy little um uh, university uh like stuff. Like like you no, know, we're doing a little uh. We're doing some de-stressing activities uh, in the student center. I'm loving their cute, yeah. funny little organization. The the um, if only they uh, if only it's almost like they don't have um terrifying powers over us. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm imagining the uh, the business card or like the company card of these people of the legislators to just be like a check and it says state of K- Commonwealth of Kentucky, um, and then just like blank. That's and um, they just like hand it. <laughs> they're, like, the, they're the last people to be using travelers checks. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so that's the constitutional amendment that's going to be <laughs> that's going to be on the ballot this uh, this fall. Um, I don't remember. So it's, inter- so it's interesting that they've. So there's all these extra things about like, like pay or whatever wrapped into this coverage of a who 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 wrote this? Is this a KET? Huh interesting yeah i'm very because it's just they're all right well folks um join i hope you all join me on the path to eliminate the executive branch um and uh replace it with um just a couple guys it's the middle path in the middle way <laughs> in kentucky <laughs> you know yes uh all right um, actually technically now the middle path is part of western kentucky but uh, yeah. you know <laughs> The next bill, which you may have heard about, it's House Bill Number Eight, um, the so-called tax modernization proposal yeah. that would lower the state's income tax to five five percent income tax to four percent in twenty three, and then set up uh, triggers to reduce the tax further until it's eliminated completely. This is I don't why is there such I don't know, man. This is maybe one of the let me say this. We've seen we've talked about a lot of bad Senate bills. In this, um, well, this is a house bill or house, whatever. We've talked about a lot of bad legislation coming out of Kentucky, but uh, like I've never, 
I've never seen a bill that's just like, yeah, and then we're going to tie like a big noose for us. Um, I don't know. Just crazy to me. Like, it's a, I guess it's a libertarian's dream. Um, I guess all so. I can say. They're, well, I mean, before you say that, though, they're expanding the sales tax. A libertarian's dream. Regressive mm. taxation is the only kind of taxation that's uh, acceptable. Well, they're, they're putting it in 38 previously untaxed services ranging from parking to refrigerator maintenance. Oh, great. Um, great. Now I get to pay sales tax when I park my car. Um, think of think of the increased revenue that they're, that the state of Kentucky will be getting from Tom Sexton. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's that's a racket too. Um, yeah. Abolish all. Let me say this: when I say a cab, I mean parking police too. Exactly. Um, the Lex Park people that come folks, around. Folks, it is possible to be anti-car and anti-Lex uh, uh, Park as well. <laughs> Jason Bailey, executive director of – oh, before I say that, the state income tax currently funds around 40% of the state's budget. Yes. Um, we would be in, in deep trouble. <laughs> Jason Bailey, the executive director of Progressive Think Tank, said even a 1% in reduction in the state's income tax would reduce the state uh, coffers by – hold – wait for it. Yeah. $1.1 billion per year. God fucking damn it. <laughs> An amount equivalent to more than Kentucky spends on its public school system. God, man. Well, we, I mean, it's been a good run here as a state. I had a lot of hope um, by ab- that uh, by abolishing the government, the governor and uh, replacing it with uh, the Supreme Kentucky Soviet that we'd be uh, making more progress. But uh, no, it turns out the Kentucky Soviet is uh, far <clears throat> more interested on uh, stripping the copper wiring out of the entire state. According so. to the KCEP analysis, the uh, top 1% of Kentuckians, hey, if you're top 1%, you're looking good. You're going to save $55,000 a year. You don't You don't even need that $55,000. What are you going to spend it on? Um, while the bottom... Extra slaves? Hey, the bottom 60% of people, you know how much they would save? They, they, negative money. They would pay $100. Shut fuck to, off. To, to, 1400, to 1400 a year. That's, hey, that's like rent the the 1400 that's only that's uh, i don't even believe that I, I i let me say this i think we should abolish the sales tax that's right i said it and of course replace with the value added tax or whatever i don't know um, the poorest kentuckians those making under thirteen thousand a year and yes those people exist in the state of kentucky it's me I would, make seven k a year. Would save less than a hundred dollars per year under the proposal. They're probably to going the to be paying more. <laughs> Bailey says, "I'm going to have to go shopping at the duty free zone at the airport." <laughs> <laughs> Bailey said, "States that have eliminated their income taxes have different kinds of economies with tax bases that can support the state revenues." He pointed to the tourism economies of Tennessee, Florida, and Nevada, as well as resource extraction-based economy of Texas. So Kentucky, all, yeah, famous all all those famous examples of states that are that are absolutely going in a positive and good direction. Exactly, Kentucky doesn't have any of those things uh, at that level that would be comparable, uh, and there's no way that recipe would come anywhere close to working in Kentucky. Yeah, well, worst news of the podcast. This one was well, this. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it, Aaron. What do you how could <laughs> how could you possibly one up the abolition of the state? <laughs> well, okay. 
the keen listener will remember at the beginning of side B when Jenry was guessing all of the constitutional amendments. Oh shit! One such amendment was charter schools. God damn and it! And they're back again in the legislature with, with a passion, with a fervor. House Bill Nine, sponsored by Majority Whip Chad McCoy from Bardstown, would make a slew of tweaks to the state public charter school law and would potentially expand education opportunity accounts to cover private schools' tuition statewide. Jesus Christ. It, the Lexington Catholic High School does not need. <laughs> Among the biggest changes, House Bill 9 creates a permanent funding mechanism for charter schools. Like traditional public schools, public charter schools would receive funding based on student attendance from a mix of local and state tax dollars. Oh, my God. Jesus Charter Christ. schools have been legal in Kentucky since 2017, but none have been created because the legislature legislatures didn't provide a permanent funding stream. Yeah, it's like, and where would you, I can't even, it's like, okay, you'll get some charter schools in Louisville and in Northern Kentucky, and then um, you might get a charter school in Lexington, or at the very worst, you'll see all the private schools just retool themselves as charter schools or whatever. I could see a couple in like Southern, South Kentucky. I, I like get it. Like right by Tennessee, yeah. Somerset. I don't know. I just, I mean, what a what a stupid idea. The bill would also create a state agency called the Kentucky Public Charter School Commission with statewide jurisdiction to authorize high-quality public charter schools that provide more options for students to attain a thorough and efficient education. Very evil. The The commission would consist of seven people, the state education commissioner, or their designee, and six members appointed by the governor. Hey, the governor. Remember, remember him. Yeah. So, Soon-to-be-obsolete position. Um <laughs> The bill would expand uh, who could be an authorizer, um, which have who could be an authorizer, which have the power to approve or deny new charter schools and oversee charter schools. Previously, local school boards and the mayors of Louisville and Lexington had the power to authorize charter schools under House Bill Nine, public and private universities, the Kentucky Board of Education, and select nonprofits oh, would qualify God. along with the new commission. The only thing worse than a charter school, a private university embarrassing uh groups groups interested in opening a charter school which are publicly funded but privately operated would apply to an authorizer those whose applications could create a charter school are denied can appeal to the kentucky board of education or the new committee rather than just the board of education publicly funded privately operated the uh, no no shorter way to get me to um in, in 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 a murderous state exactly hey wait until the lame charter school yeah, and actually, we're gonna do like a full like three hundred and sixty. We're gonna just like we're gonna do lame, but the M is gonna be short for MLM, which will be short for not sadly Marxist Leninism Maoism, but multi level marketing. <laughs> Dang. Um, and the L is gonna be short for LDS, um, because uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just that's that's my, that's my apocalyptic vision of the future. But the H is still changes every week. Yeah, That's how the kids learn their yeah, letters. They love that. Yes, literally. Um. <laughs> McCoy, who wrote this bill, shepherded last year's education opportunity account measure through the slimmest of margins to become a law over a Governor Andy Bashir veto, veto, not a veto. A few months later, the new law was challenged in court where it was struck down by a judge, and the lawsuit is now in front of the Kentucky Supreme Court. Um, and we already talked about this on the show, but mm-hmm. if you remember, it's basically the issue with that bill was that I was it, it didn't apply to every school, and so it had to apply to everything. So they're fixing that now, and 
God help us. Yes. God help us. And with that, it's happened again. Or has it, folks? Oh, no. Because I want to talk to you all today. I want to break. I waited to the end of the episode to do it because I want <laughs> I want to make my, my honor good, you know, on this one. It's a podcast about Lexington. It's a podcast about you know, like like in the, you know, we we talk about like Kentucky or whatever. Um, and if that's all you want, tune out now, folks, because I want to do, um, you know, we're communists, we're internationalists, right? And as a result, that's kind of the whole thing. Every yes, I, there, no one is free and tour all free. You know, you know the, what they're saying. I want to talk to you all just a little bit because I've been being driven insane. Um, over these last couple days. And I just want to get, I just got a little PSA. Just want to get the word out to all my listeners out there who I'm sure are with it, but just, you know, like tell a friend, send this thing afterward, whatever. I, of course, am talking about the war in Ukraine, right? And uh, what what needs to be said about this is that um, I, it, 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 I, I'm, I'm, shocked and disgusted um, by the amount of people, the, but the amount of, especially just like media outlets and the amount of people on Twitter that I just uncritically see or, or see uncritically and very enthusiastically um, loving when like uh, Epic Games suspends service to Russia and shit like that. Like every time like, like Apple's no longer selling products in Russia or whatever, you know, and shit like that. Um, like, like that is not something to celebrate. Um, uh, I saw in Kentucky, um, they're taking Russian um, alcohol products off shelves um, at like some of the like the liquor barns or whatever. Um, I don't know how anyone um, who seriously calls themselves like like a leftist or whatever could ever be on board with some shit like that. A a mass boycott of just uh, Russia as an idea is um, uh, fucked up. Um, you know, there is no, um, uh, this is uh, the, the idea of, of, um, I mean, I, I thought we were all kind of on the same page that sanctions regimes um, were somehow, uh, in my opinion, worse than war um, in many ways. A, um, a mass group economic um, torture uh, that is being done and um, uh, you going around and, um, you know, like, uh, like, you know, uh, the boycotting anything that even has Cyrillic in it um, is uh, just plain and simple reactionary. Um, And uh, it's embarrassing to see so many people uncritically and enthusiastically about it, uh, enthusiastic about um, uh, running a national sanctions scheme. And furthermore, final point I'll make before I let before before I I, I dismiss class because um, the bell does not dismiss you. I do. Um, <laughs> the uh, the no fly zone shit is terrifying. Um, I what. I don't know what you guys fucking think a no-fly zone is, but what a no-fly zone means is that the United is is that if you ask the if 
is that if you ask the United States to do a no-fly zone over Ukraine, what that means is that the United States will be directly militarily engaging with Russian aircraft in Ukraine, and um, uh, that will um, uh, uh, bring to a, a, a literal military conflict between NATO and Russia, which I don't um, don't see the, the the use or utility in that happening. Um, and in fact, would be quite bad, um, I think, because the more desperate uh, that uh, that these nuclear powers get, the more likely they will actually press the button. Um, one, uh, two, um, Vladimir Zelensky knows this. Um, he's a desperate man. And the reason that every time you have heard from him in the last week, he has been he's been demanding for a no fly zone, right? I've seen these fucked up like Occupy Democrat style Twitter shit or whatever, where they have like a little like tweet and they're like you know like putting like checks on like you know banned Russia from Swift, ban you know this embargo or whatever. But there's a big X. They're they're waiting. They're waiting on an institution of the no-fly zone. When, President Biden, will you put a no-fly zone on Ukraine? It's only the moral thing to do, um, which is either um, people outing themselves as complete fucking idiots or worse, um, uh, people that actively want to see a uh, military conflict um, with Russia, which I guess all those bitches that I see around town who's got that Moscow, the fucking Moscow Mitch bumper sticker. God, um, I hope you're enrolling because it's open, folks. The Ukrainian Foreign Legion is there. Um, sign up. Uh, have fun. Really go stick it to Putin now. Have fun with that. Um, uh, and whatever. The rant is over, folks. Um, uh, there's no good side in this war, but... Um, uh, there is also, um, what one defines as a side, um, isn't apparently not the same. The, the, um, just guys in Russia are not at fault for this. Just people who are, who just happen to be Russian. Yes. And getting... also I want to say this, um, this, uh, the, uh, I, ever since, you know, Putin has been talking about, he's doing the denazification of Ukraine or whatever. And as a result, these sort of, because we can only think of things in America as, um, aesthetic culture wars. Um, we are, uh, the, the, the total, um, uh, uh, uncritical support for, um, for the, the literal neo-Nazis, um, that, uh, that, that the Ukrainian state is funding and using, um, the fact that that is just being uncritically questioned. Um, and the fact that also, and this is really good, how could Ukraine be, be funding Nazis? Don't you know that Vladimir Zelensky is both Russian and a Jew? Shut up, man. You don't... Whatever. I I think that's about all we have to say on the matter. Um, uh, you know, uh, it, remain, remain critical. Keep your eyes poked. And hopefully... We won't have to. We won't have to um, ruin a perfectly good episode of Lame, talking about talk talking about what is going on with the Slavs. God, the Slavs. I know, terrible. It's like I'm surrounded by them. It's like um, they're in this very room. Um, <laughs> anyway, and of course, um, even though I have to go on a ten minute rant. Um, about the Ukraine, and yes, I will be calling it the Ukraine Andy out of Bashir protest. Calls it the Ukraine. That's good. Thank you, Andy. Um, every time we say it, 
this is, is lame. lame. Is that how you end it? Is yeah, that, did it. I do that right? Did I? That's right. Whatever. Okay. See y'all later. <laughs>